Okay, we're doing Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. And as I'm recording this on a Tuesday, we are, well, pretty much we're going to go on another lockdown for, you know, X amount of weeks. But recently, since I've been trying to do a little bit more writing for the podcast, get, you know, trying to get my thoughts out, just helping me better put my ideas to talk about them, if that makes any sense to you guys. So I've been listening to a lot of music to kind of, I mean, because a lot of my memories and a lot of things that happen in life, I know others are this way too, you could kind of pinpoint them to a certain note in the song, a certain lyric, a title, or the general song itself. So from the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever, a song has an important lyric to me, which is, living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all you see. We grew up thinking that life is a fairy tale, that they're just picture-perfect painting on life in general. And then all of a sudden, you know it, you're 18, then boom, you're on the world seeing things for what they really are. Some of us, like me, we see things in a different path of life at an early age. There was a time where I thought that everything was perfect and everyone lived happily ever after. I mean, we all do, right, in a sense? But for my case and many others... You learn that, sadly, that's that's not the case. People tend to believe in this perfect world. Many of us go our lives chasing it and thinking we're in it. But why not believe this world is perfect, right? A place where love, compassion, empathy, and kindness are all around us every single day. To a certain point, we could believe in both, that this world is perfect and this world is, well, not perfect. And there's so many things that we could have discussions, we have topics that could go both ways to justify our points, but for certain perspectives, it's it's a little bit more of a rougher road. And as you know, me growing up, it wasn't easy, uh, or easy as I had imagined it, what life should be. But all that was going on, it was an easy way to go down in this kind of tar pit, which was my family, and stay there until, well... I probably wouldn't escape it. I'm not going to lie. If I would have just been stuck there and that would have been it. <laughs> but, what, but honestly, what kept me going was the belief that life was good at some point. At some point, I was just going to blink my eyes and when I opened them again, life was everything I needed to be. So I imagined I had a healthy grandma who would take care of me and do grandma things with me like a grandma would normally do. And I had an uncle who I would get along with, and I would like to be around, and we did fun things together. But with the thoughts of a kid, these two worlds of being perfect and imperfect kind of blurred a little bit. What was imperfect, I thought was normal, and I just thought how life should be. And everything life should be, I thought it was some crazy fairy tale, some story that I only could read in a book or see in a movie. The older that I got, the more I understood what was happening in this fantasy of what I had, and 
what was gone and you know reality hit me hard i got by by escaping a lot of i got by a lot of hard events by escaping mentally i would get lost in my movies or music that i was just constantly revolving myself around and to be honest those two art forms kind of really opened my eyes to what this world was on the outside of my small one bedroom house one of my friends called it a rich dog house <laughs> but as much as i want to believe in everything was picture perfect i couldn't get lost in the fantasy i knew i had to stay grounded if i was going to take life head on and life is going to give me more than you know what it's dealt at that point i was looking at life as it as an early age that life has failed me and keep in mind, this is all just me as a kid. I had to grow up fast with everything that was going on, so this whole perfect reality was just—it was just non-existent, to be honest. Um, I don't know if it was growing around up with too many adults and not enough people my own age that kind of forced his hand. But I guess as a kid, when you're in the middle of everything, you let everyone else's problems, realities, and just mental anguish kind of influence you in how the way you are. So with all this, you know, what kept me going? And to be honest, it was hope. It was a chance to grow up. And the thought once I was 18, I had freedom. Legally, of course, because we've all heard the stories. You know, once you're 18, you're out of the house. And to me, that looked very, 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 very promising and idealistic of what I wanted to happen. <laughs> But those are the things that kept me going. Around six or seven, I I really couldn't be a normal, mentally thinking kid. I grew up real fast, and some of the joys that you have when you're old, you know, when you're that age, I really could enjoy it. And as a kid, you know, life punched me kind of hard because I was always thinking, what was going to happen when my grandma dies? Who's going to take care of me? Would I be an orphan? Would anybody take me in? And I know that's absurd to think, but these are the thoughts when I was that age. Because around, yeah, like around six or seven, my grandma got real sick. She had a stroke. She had diabetes. You put it out there. She worked at a bar. She was a waitress or bartender, one of those kind of things. So she was always heavily drinking. She had a very, very poor diet, got diabetes when she was... Well, I can remember earlier than me, so like around her early 30s, which is really, really sad if you think about it. Um, so these are the thoughts that was going to happen. I had my uncle who was there taking care of her, and I was not a big fan of his. I was not close, nor did I want to be close. I guess because I had this this perfect image that I was tracing of chasing of uh, you know, the perfect family, the mom and dad. Hopefully I had siblings, but as much as much as I wanted that, I I couldn't have it. So that pushed me away from uncle even further and further to you know, somebody was just trying to help, I get it, but it still doesn't change the way I feel about him or any closeness to that factor. So me thinking thinking those thoughts I think when a kid gets to that age, it's good to start having talks with them, meaning, you know, talking about life in a way a kid could understand. If there's something you want, 
I mean, there's something like ideas you want kind of want to dip their toes in, like the ideas of Christmas and why we show our love and support for our loved ones, especially during this time of holiday. You know, and you know why it's important and to let them sometimes know that life is fun. It's loving as it is, but it does get rough at times. But just remember, so long as we got each other, we can pretty much conquer what it throws at us. And I needed to hear that as a kid. But due to that, I'm able to start right now and give my give lessons to my kids. I took my shortcomings that I've had and I seen what I've been missing out on or what I missed out on. And now I'm seeing those signs start where it's needed with my kids. And now it's time for me to step in and teach in that nature. And I'm not saying that they're getting neglected or anything like that. But, you know, there's little things here and there, little life lessons that you can start teaching them, like sharing, um, being kind to their siblings, you know, start with manners, let them know why you love them and why things can't go always, always go their way, you know, especially with the sharing or taking turns, all that. Those are the little steps that I feel I missed out on. So now that my kids are starting that little phase in their life, now we're trying to start, me and my wife are starting to teach those kind of little small lessons. Kind of build on, I guess, the bigger stuff. I mean, it doesn't necessarily always have to be those type of scenarios. They can be. We're finding out that it helps. But it's a lot of stuff like sharing your emotions, expressing your emotions, like how they feel when something's unfair, when they feel happy, when they feel sad, when they feel angry. And to show them in where these kind of emotions fit in each slot in their life, I mean, it's a good building point. There are two and four, so hoping it works. <laughs> but, you know, these small steps we could take as parents to make our kids feel comfortable and have the courage to face life and understand, hey, just because there are bad times, there are really, really way more fun times that you could actually imagine and think of. And these loving times, they're ones that we strive to make happen. So that is our fantasy and hopes that, you know, they become our reality to have as much fun times to live in positivity as much as we can. And I think just us as adults, we, we can't keep a blind eye to the way things are going now, no more. We can't take a blind eye to how people treat each other and how the world isn't the exact perfect place. Uh, we're going to have to kind of open our minds and accept accept it and try to make your own life as best as you can and possible. Not let any of the outside influence, you know, dictate what your life is going to be on or how your life is going to move forward after this. So to be honest, this, this song that I'm going off of is one of my favorite Beatles songs, but it just resonates with me into how some people could just go through their lives without facing fact of the truth. And I mean, that causes a ripple in their own reality. It causes us sometimes to go crazy, to go a little bit of insane, and just not live in reality. I mean, it's sad, but a lot of times we chase those... uh those perfect dreams with substance abuse. And I mean, I've seen it with my family. I've seen it with my cousins who've maybe they've died of ODs or 
died by alcohol and it's kind of a shame instead of opening her eyes and really accepting and taking on our problems head on we decided to just mask them with things that are just gonna take us down even bigger hole till we just don't wake up anymore and as much as I would like to have and believe that my life is a fairy tale where I'm exactly picture perfect and everything went the way it should have went, I mean, I'm, I can't ignore the facts. I can't ignore the facts. My parents are away. I had a family that was, you know, I was not comfortable with to the point where I had friends who I loved more than my actual family. It's rough living through that life being as a kid being a kid and if anybody has any kind of issues like that with their their past i mean the best thing you i could advise you to do or even give you like a little clue or a hint to how to cope with it it's or how to change it is you gotta accept what went on you gotta try to remember those signs that hit you know it hit you with and Try to do better when you see these signs happen and like your kids or different scenarios or situations that might be around you. I think it all starts like around the age of 10 where the outside world starts hitting us. And we have to start, you know, explaining to our kids what's going on, why this and why that. It may start earlier for some kids. For me, it was earlier. Seeing the mental capacity or the mental abilities some of my nephews and nieces i think it might happen a little bit older i think that's good in a way because they could just be a kid and get lost in their innocence till you know when it's an appropriate time to start in a you know quote-unquote growing up but like as adults we're gonna have to face the facts face the truth some we might not like like if i say you know the best thing about trump and then somebody will just stop and not want to hear what I have to say afterwards. If you let me finish and say the best thing about Trump is that he's exposed how crappy our government really is, <laughs> how biased people are, and how some of these politicians and people that are supposed to serve us, they're serving their parties over you know their fellow countrymen, meaning the lower people, the us, the civilians, the normies. And you know, it's a shame. Truths like that, they're going to have to realize and kind of kind of hear. We can't go a blind eye and say, you know, before Trump, life was perfect. Our government was perfect. And that's far from it. Going back to the assassination of Kennedy, I want to say that the government hasn't been that nice. It's not so pitch perfect. It's not so ideal. It's not it's so comforting and learning that there's a lot of shady shit that goes down behind the scenes that we might not hear about it for about a good 50 to 60 years because, you know, classified documents and not knowing the truth. I think 2020 has shown us that it's about time that we start hearing the truth, whether we like it or not. I mean, with all these, all this election shit going on, <laughs> all this fraud talk from the you know, the president saying that the Democrats are, are rigging the election. And that sounds crazy and that sounds a little funny coming from him. But the fact that they did rig it against Bernie 
with Hillary, it's kind of like, well, but nothing's set in stone. As far as we know, Biden's going to be the president. But at this point, we just got, we'll see. But with all this going on, we had the Pentagon come out and say, you know, basically UFOs are real. There's objects in this earth that are not from this world. There's objects flying around this earth that are not from this world. And really nobody chose to make that a bigger news deal than what it actually should be. And how crazy is that to hear from top government officials saying that, you know, hey, aliens, UFOs, they're they're real. They're not some government government conspiracy cover-up. They're actually real and what's going on. But we're so distracted on what's going on with the president, the vice president, debates, and who's going to be the president, you know, January 2021. It's so, I mean, the truths are out there. We just got to realize them and open our ears and open our minds to accepting them. It might be a hard pill to swallow at first, but I mean, we got to think rational. We got to think mature about some of these situations and ideas and take away our own biased opinions from them for a second and just kind of look at them in a whole into what's in front of me what's the truth in front of me and that's a lot of it's a lot of skill set to learn through your through your life that's a lot of skill set to learn to teach your kids and i mean to not be surprised you know when something bad happens or when Something doesn't go your way because trust me, it's not. And just how to handle things. The way I've seen it is when you get hit with the truth, you can go one of two ways. You accept it, you learn, and you move on, and you move forward from it. Or that truth or that that trauma that you just realize, it'll just, it'll cripple you and take you down very, very dark, sometimes deadly path. And that's one of the most unfortunate things to happen in life when we get lost on our our sorrows and we go downhill to the point where our life's affected in a bad way to where we get addicted or, you know, worst case, you know, they take their own lives, which I think it's one of the worst things because there's so many reaches out there and now with social media, I'm, I'm I feel like you could talk to a stranger and kind of let stuff out. And I think more people are more helping now than there were when I was growing up, maybe about 15, 20 years ago. But I mean, you know, living could be easy with the eyes open, but sometimes you just kind of have to have a little help to open our eyes along the way. So I want to say again, thanks again for listening for another week. I hope I kept you tuned in for this. 20 minute uh little talk i had but i'm looking forward to the next one thanks